Hi everyone, this is Regina Stafford, life coach from Rewards Coaching, and you're listening to Be a Voice, Not an Echo. I've been coaching for 15 years, in ministry for 35 years, and married for 35 years. And I have two adult children, and I have so many wonderful things that I want to share with you. So I'll be answering your questions again, another one of your questions today, and it is my hope that you'll find what I share insightful and inspiring as you journey with the Lord. So today, the question is, how do you tell a friend she's wrong for living in sin, fornication, and get her to see the light? Well, by friend, I'm assuming you're close friends with the person already, Because if you weren't, I think you have to build a friendship first. You know, there's that saying, no one cares how much you know until they know how much you care. So I would build a friendship first. And also, you didn't state if this person was a Christian or not. So I'm going to kind of answer it both ways. Too many Christians learn godly living principles as they, you know, as they grow in the Lord. And then they go around trying to change other people, trying to tell them what they should and shouldn't be doing. And that's not their job. That's not our job. So first of all, in answering this question, I just have to say that I encourage you not to be the friend that is always trying to fix other people's lives by telling them what they should and shouldn't be doing. Okay, you'll not only close them off to Jesus, but you'll close them off to you too. It's, it's, it's annoying, you know, to feel like people don't accept you for who you are and they're always making you a project. So that's first thing. You know, Jesus didn't do that. Right? He was always pointing people to the Father. He was pointing them to love and, and connection with him. So we want to do whatever, whatever we see in the word Jesus doing. If a person's eyes aren't open to the truth by their relationship with Jesus first, what you say about the kingdom means nothing. What you say about kingdom living and biblical principles means nothing to them, including sex outside of marriage. You're only, it's only going to sound like foolishness to them. We've already been told that um, through the scriptures. So I wouldn't worry about their fornication. This is, like I said, if they're not saved. I would not worry about their fornication. I would be concerned about them being introduced to Jesus. So that's where you're going to land if they're not a Christian. Now, if they are a Christian, there are many different ways of handling this. And, um, you know, depending on how the person is, your relationship with them, uh, you know, how you handle them and all, but I'm going to answer this the way that I would handle it since I'm the one that's answering the question. Um, and I'm going to, you know, do it from my experience. So I would have a conversation with them about their relationship with Jesus. That would be my, my opening thing, uh, with someone. Are you, are they spending time with him? Are they getting closer with him? Are they reading his word? I would also ask them, what they think about this portion of scripture, you know, the, the, what we're talking about, the fornication being the sin. I would ask them, what, what do you think about this piece of scripture? How does it, you know, what do, does it resonate with you? Um, do you have any conviction about it? Has God shown you anything from it? Um, you know, in light of being a Christian, you would think that they would want to live according to the light of the word, right? So hopefully just that kind of conversation might open them up and they'll want to make a change in their lives. excuse me, but if not, then I'd let them know that they can do anything that they want to do because God gave them a free will. But if they have any intention of growing in the Lord and getting closer to him, then they are going to need to make some different decisions about their life. And 
refrain from sex before marriage, among a lot of other things, because that's what God does with us. He cleanses us from the ways of the world that are still in our lives. You know, the world has one system and God has another system. And so we can't live in the kingdom and not follow the kingdom principles. Either you live in the world and you follow the world's principles and the world's way of doing things, or you live in the kingdom and you learn to follow uh, God's ways of doing things. And there's usually a very, very good reason for why God has us walk in a certain way. And when there's not, we just trust him anyway. And from knowing him and being close with him, we realize that he is worthy of that trust. So to back up what I'm saying, in 1 Corinthians 10, 23, the word says that all things are lawful for us, right? But not everything is beneficial. So although they're walking, this was speaking about dietary laws and such, I believe that it can apply to a lot of different ways that we choose to live our lives as well, okay? And the reason I suggest handling it like that is because I don't believe in telling people what they should and shouldn't do. I believe in laying the truth of the word out before them and then letting the Holy Spirit convict them and speak to them. Okay, remember in podcast number one, I said that only the spirit of God can open up people's eyes to truth. So that, that's the truth here that, that's held up as well. You know, we, we can share with our friend um, what the word says, ask them how it resonates with them, and then point them to the Lord. Okay, because um, if the Lord doesn't open up their eyes to this and, and give them conviction, we're not going to give them a conviction. Okay, so the real issue here may be that they're new Christians and they need to grow in their relationship with God, um, or maybe that they're not growing and they need to spend time with God to um, start having their, their fruit or their life measure up with the thing that they're confessing to being a Christian. You know, some people get cleaned up instantly and others, it's a growth process, you know, and God is in it for the long haul and he'll walk with us, you know, but... Um, we do need to, at some point, we need to start aligning ourselves with um, his kind of lifestyle. The more that we press in with God and spend time with him, he shows us those areas that we need to start changing. Okay, no one needs to prod us or push us to do the right thing. We will naturally want to do it. We will make all of those changes on our own once the truth is presented to us. And that's the beauty of it. You know, in there's two things I want to share from a, a scripture. One is 1 John 2, 1. It says that uh, we have come to know, know him because we keep his commandments. Okay, so that's one thing. We, we, you can tell that a person knows God because he keeps his commandments. And actually, that whole chapter is really good to read. Um, so you have like more light on this subject of submitting ourselves to what the word teaches about kingdom living. But here, here's what I really want to focus on. It's verse 27. Verse 27 says that you need no man teach you because the anointing abides within you. Okay, now some people use that to say, oh, you know, I don't have to go to church or I don't need anybody to teach me the word because this is what the word says. I don't need a man to teach me. God will teach me everything. You know, so they just don't want to be submissive and account uh, accountable to anyone. That's a whole different story. What, this, what I believe that this verse is saying is that as you spend time with God, as you get in his presence, as you worship him, as you open yourself up to him, you learn to hear his voice and, and you learn who he is and fall more in love with him, that anointing gets greater in you and you don't want any stain or sin on you. So you begin to clean it up all by yourself. 
You know, you don't need somebody to come in and say, you know what, this area of your life needs help. This, you know, you're at a line over here. You start, you start taking on responsibility for that yourself before God. So to me, that's where no man needs to teach you. you if you're spending time with God and you're getting close enough to him, he will convict you of that. So you don't want to take on responsibility of getting someone else's walk right without encouraging them in their relationship with God. Okay, because then you're dealing with the fruit. Um, I never want to deal with fruit. You always want to deal with the root of something. If you're dealing with the fruit, you could be picking fruit all day long and it's just going to keep on growing. But if you deal with the root, then you're going to the heart of the issue and then the fruit will be different. So I'd rather deal with the root than the fruit. Okay, it's not my job to go around pruning my friend's fruit. It's my job to be their friend, keep pointing them to go deeper in God, discuss the word with them, have that fellowship, but let the Holy Spirit do the convicting. And he will. He is faithful to do that. He, he promises in his word that he will help us in this walk. So we don't walk it alone and we don't need to change ourselves. We can't change ourselves. The word says, can a leopard change his spots? No. We need the Holy Spirit to help us to change the things in our lives that are not lining up with the word and with kingdom living. And also, when you pray for them, I wouldn't pray that they stop sinning. I'd pray that they grow closer to the Lord. And I'd pray that they have such an experience with him that they are changed forever. You know, you cannot spend time with God and not be marked. You cannot spend time with God and, and not uh, have your heart changed, your, your thinking changed, and, and the way that you act and, and who you are changed. It, it, you cannot be changed. Uh, excuse me. You cannot not be changed. You will be changed. Um, I've seen people who try to get others to live a certain way because it's right, you know, it's a right way to live, live. And all they seem to wind up doing is babysitting that person. You know, God is not interested in the outside. He's interested on the inside, the heart, the heart of men. You change the heart of men, you change everything on the outside. So uh, for me, you know, if you want your life to line up with the word, you want to live a kingdom lifestyle, then you press in with God. And remember, you keep pointing people to Jesus and encourage them in their relationship with him. And he will do the softening of their heart and he will open them up to a godly life. And to add to this, you know, in, in all the learning and everything that we, uh, we do to grow in the Lord, you know, there basically comes down to two things that the Lord asks us to do is to know him and make him known. So that's the long answer to your question about um, if the person is living wrong and uh, how do you tell them about it and get them to see the light? I would point them to Jesus. If they're unsaved, point them to Jesus. If they are saved, point them to Jesus and ask them to take that question and take that scripture before the Lord and say, you know, God, what do I do with this? And how can I make my life line up with you? And let him help them and you just pray for them. So I hope that that was helpful. Um, as I close, what I wanted to do was, um, you know, since I speak a lot about godly principles, I speak a lot about God, hearing from God, you know, this is a whole spiritual walk, right? As I speak about it, if there is anyone listening that doesn't understand, they don't know really what I mean by having a walk with the Lord or they don't understand kingdom living or just are curious and want to know a little bit more. I hope that you'll reach out to me 
uh, contact me, email me. Uh, I'm going to give you all my information, but I really would love to chat with you about it. I'd love to explain more. If you have questions that, you know, you would like to send in to me, please feel free to do that. Uh, if you don't want to talk personally, you know, I'll do my best to answer your questions on my podcast or in my blog. But here's my information, rewardscoaching.com. That's my website, which I'm very, very excited that in September I'll be uh, releasing my new website that's being overhauled and tweaked. And I'm also going to have resources on there, uh, different books that you can order straight with links from Amazon uh, for different subjects. So that's exciting. Um, and the rest of my info is on Facebook. It's Regina Fiorello Stafford. Instagram is Regina Stafford. LinkedIn is Regina Staff. And remember to rate this podcast, please, and share it so that we can uh, build our community and go further and wider. And, you know, all the things that I've learned in my 35 years, I can I can get out and put out there and, um, you know, we can have a, a conversation about it. So thank you very much for listening and God bless.